0: jail churn. A new term that maybe you've never heard of, but I want to introduce it to you and tell you how it really impacts all of us. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The, the, the The Breakdown. If you've been listening to The Breakdown, then you've heard me talk about the state of emergency at Rikers Correctional Facility here in New York. You all emailed and tweeted at Bill de Blasio and Governor Andrew Cuomo. And alongside organizers all over the city and state, we saw at least a small victory back on March 27th when Governor Cuomo said he would agree to set forward the release of 1,100 people who were incarcerated for technical violations of parole. But it's not enough. That's a tiny sliver of the people that need to be released. The New York State Department of Corrections and Community Supervision released numbers yesterday saying that hundreds and hundreds of incarcerated and paroled people and employees within the system have tested positive for the coronavirus. And those are just the people who've been tested. So we know the real number is much, much higher. Rikers just saw its first coronavirus-related death. And the man, whose name is Michael Tyson, was locked up for a basic parole violation. It wasn't even for a crime. New York still has not announced a plan to release seniors or release high-risk patients. There are people, I, I just never knew this, who are in their 90s at Rikers right now. I'm talking about their age. They still haven't released a real plan to, to give release dates for these people. Damn, arrests are still being made all over New York for random nonviolent crimes and violations. And just as people are released from Rikers, they fill it right back up. The NYPD and other first responders are seeing fast rises in their own infection rates. The NYPD reported five times higher than normal numbers of sick staff with a record-setting 15 percent plus of the force unavailable due to illness. And some are saying the number is now almost as high as 30 percent. Public health experts agreed that the preemptive move was to stop arresting so many people, stop detaining or incarcerating people for offenses that pose low risk to public safety. And they warned city officials that doing so would accelerate the pandemic. But none of this has happened. Rikers in jails all over the country are now pandemic incubators, a place where kids get put there for smoking a joint in public and then return to their home sentencing their entire family to the coronavirus. I've talked to you about conditions in jails and prisons for the past year, but I need to explain something to you. Let me break it down. Break it down. Today, I want to break down a hidden reality about the underlying way our prison systems work. I want to talk to you about something called jail churn. Now, the numbers you hear about people that are incarcerated in this country are really misleading. Yes, at any given time, there are nearly a million people in jails across the country. There are over a million people who are in prison on any given day. But to really understand just how bad, the public health crisis is you need to understand the flow of people, particularly through our jails, often for low level arrest. People are incarcerated in America's jails more than 11 million times a year. No other country comes close. That's jail churn, where people come in and out, in and out, in and out. And jails and prisons have always been Petri dishes for viruses and other infections. That's 11 million times that either a person in the community is put into a closed space together where social distancing is impossible, where hand sanitizer is banned, and things like soap and water and access to running water are often completely unavailable. And of course, where new unscreened people are in a constant state of of coming in and out, in and out, in very close proximity to one another. And there's very poor, almost universally poor, medical care and health care in all of these facilities. Right now, at this moment, the infection rate, the coronavirus infection rate at Rikers, is 700% more than the already horrifying New York City infection rate. It's nothing short of mass murder, even without jail churn. But now that we know that Rikers is this hot spot of the coronavirus where hundreds of staff members and hundreds of incarcerated people have it, and they keep sending people in and out, in and out, that jail churn is dangerous for all of it, for all of us, rather. And in a brilliant new report written by the noted author of the book Locked In, a Fordham Law School professor John Faff, in collaboration with Data for Progress, Professor Faff spells out the problem so very clearly. He says, "'Jails take people from vulnerable communities. They confine them in tight quarters and then quickly return them to those same communities where they spread the illness they contracted there.'" He goes on to say, "'For a disease such as the coronavirus,' This is a particular, particularly dangerous and lethal set of conditions. So what Professor Pfaff is saying is that with jail churn, a person might be arrested for something tiny. They are then placed in the highest risk space for infection in the country, in the world, just long enough to get infected. But then, because their offense was tiny, they are often then immediately recirculated back into the community. That happens about a million times a month in this country, over and over again. One million times in, one million times out. One million times in, one million times out. And let's be real. Nobody really thinks that people need to be in jail for two to three days. It's just the bureaucracy of the system. It takes that long just to process people through for these tiny little violations. And we have to shut that down. No police department in the nation should be making arrests right now unless they're absolutely necessary. No sheriff should stand for it. No mayor or city council should allow it. Low-level arrests are a vector for disease that is unmatched by almost anything else in our country. And jail churn, and I need you to get that term down, jail churn makes it almost impossible for the coronavirus to be contained either inside or outside of a local jail. The virus can be brought to jails by infected staff or incarcerated people, and they come in and out, in and out. Once inside, it then quickly spreads around the jail before being taken once again, either by the staff or by people who are being released back to the surrounding communities, in and out. Given that the United States has more than 2,800 county jails. This is a public health nightmare. And it's not just Rikers. There are over 150 confirmed cases at Cook County Jail in Chicago. Listen, I'm going to be giving you all some action steps over the next few days on what we can do to help keep pressing officials to release folk from prison who really shouldn't be there. And what I need you to understand again and again and again, we need to be doing this advocacy Yes, for incarcerated people, but you need to be doing it for yourself. We're going to pressure the NYPD to cease unnecessary arrest, and we're going to be encouraging you to do the same thing in your own city. But for now, I just want you to get that term down, jail churn. It's just in and out every month over 11 million times a year. And even before coronavirus, jail churn was one of the fundamental problems in our legal system. And right now, it's joining forces with the horrible conditions in prisons to make these prison systems the deadliest of all the corrupt systems in our country. Listen, I've got to run. I've got a quick interview that I've got to do, but I appreciate you. Thank you, of course, so much to our entire staff. Thank you to the Justice Collaborative for their support on this episode and many of our episodes about the coronavirus. Thank you of course to our senior producer Willis, to our podcast director Lissandra, and our entire team. Take care everybody. Break it down. Break the break 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 the break 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 break